Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Yizzo! Peace, queen. Peace, peace, peace. How are you doing? I'm faring well. You're faring well? Mm Mm-hmm. Praise God. Won't he do it? Won't she do it? Won't they do it? Won't she do it? They do it. Transgender God. (laughs) God. What's crack-a-lacking? Give me an update. Tell me about yourself. What's going on? Mm. You ride around and making money this weekend? We did. We popped up in Philly. Shout out to Philly for showing love. We... Um, we're at Love Park. Who's we? The Sabre Collective was at Love Park. And it was really nice. It was beautiful on Saturday. It was really, really hot. It was like, was it hot in New York? Yes, it was It was so hot. And then Sunday was the complete opposite. I like had a l- fucking winter jacket on and was freezing. But. A lot of, again, around the way, curls folks showed up. You know who you are. Shout out to each and every. Yes. Shout out to y'all. They're around the way, curls OGs that turn into Sable Johns by osmosis. But, like, I had one woman that came up. She had three children with her. And I was just admiring their hair. They all had their natural hair. Some had locks. There was a little girl that just had her natural hair out. And um, just a beautiful family, and she bought her stuff. And I noticed that she had, like, a, you know, the army jacket on. So I was like, oh, it's the OG Sable John. And she purchased her stuff. And then maybe, like, an hour later, I was just sitting down, and she walked back up, and she explained that she'd been with us since, like, the YouTube days and how she, you know, how we really helped her with her natural hair journey and just genuinely thanked us. And I was like... It was amazing to me because if we had anything to do, just a tiny inkling with her being able to show up naturally or like, I don't know if naturally is the best way to show up, but like for her to herself as she's comfortable for her to just. Yeah. And to do that and then have her children like that become that's just the way that you exist, you know, feels like. That feels really good. So I was, thank you to that lovely being who came up. Because I know it'd be scary telling people like, thank you for the ways in which you have helped me. So I know I'm scared of that. But no, she did it very confidently and very just sincerely. So, you know, I just had a lot of homies. I hope the other lovely lady from Baltimore, well, she had a Baltimore Bay. I hope y'all had fun and enjoyed. I hope it wasn't too raggedy for you. Um, cause I was there like, where'd it go? It was too raggedy. God damn. No, they were, I was (laughs) trying, I was trying to say that Philly was raggedy and they were like, bitch, you have not been to Baltimore. And I was like, (laughs) "Mm." 
But I was trying to give him recommendations, and of course, I don't know anything, so. They're like, oh, you can go to Mad Max. Um, <laughs> I had nowhere to send them, but I, I hope they had, I hope it was, I hope it was You should have sent them for Ethiopian. Uh, I think they were vegetarian. Actually, that, I don't, I made that, that up, sorry. That would have been perfect. Sorry. I'm so against vegeta- Ethiopia. I guess it works. Ethiopia food. I guess it works. Girl. Oh, the way it was, I went this weekend, it was, oh my God, it was so good. Mm. What's the name of Abyssinia, right? Abyssinia on 42nd and Pine, I think it is. Y'all better go. 43rd. But um, all in all, you know, just showing up every day, girlfriend, showing up and showing out. How are you? I'm good. I'm, um, I had a great weekend. I had a really eventful weekend. I am tired. I am really like, I'm tired in the best of ways. So, um, obviously my birthday was last weekend. I had zero plans. When I tell you zero plans, I was just going to let that day come on and go. People, my girlfriend asked me what I was doing. And I said, I think I'm just going to go for a walk. I just need to decompress. I'm just going to take it all in, figure out what I want this year to be for myself. You know, I'm starting a lot of new things. Um, And so my people were like, yeah, 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 you thought. And, you know, Thursday I went to the Catronata concert, which was a complete surprise to me and had such a great time. Your literal birthday was out. For on my my literal birthday. And I... that's part of my our new our new topic our hot shit. But I realize a lot of black people don't know who K. Tronada is. Shocking, shocking. And um, it was like at like some kind of it was avant garden, some warehouse, and just a really nice time. Really great company. A new friend of mine who I hope to be um, to continue to be friends with and get to know them. Just super dope, kind. Um, yeah, just completely. Kind of, I, I don't even think it was planned. It was just like, oh, she likes this. It's her birthday. I didn't, I don't think she has plans. Let's go. And it was great. I had a great time. But I worked Friday morning. <laughs> and so I was a hot ass mess at work. But I only did a half day. I went and got my hair cut. By, um, and I, I'm going to rep this place. Um, it's called Style Box. God damn it. I think the man's name was Akil. He, it's the only male, um, stylist there and I just loved him he was asking me all about my birthday and my crush and this and that and all these things and he was super sweet he was meticulous with how he Mm. cut my hair um so I highly recommend him uh and it was super affordable black owned great yeah hello um and he he blew it out just because I was like oh I never I never do this but he cut it curly so if all my curly girls go ahead and Hit up Style Box um, in Brooklyn. And then what else? Um, that evening I hung out with my Nigerian loves, Chi and Nas, who, and, and, um, lots of people lady. were there. It was a bunch of niggas that pulled up. Oh, yeah. Their homies pulled up and Cheese Lady was there. Nas's, um, girlfriend couldn't get off. I just love her too. Um, but they're just so, they have like balloons. They're so sweet. Aww. She's the more raggedy of the two. 
But Nas is just so, he's sitting there on time with his balloons. I didn't read the note right. I was supposed to invite people and I didn't. So I just show up and it's me and Nas and I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't read this. I was so tired. And so it just was us. Um, But we had a good time and and they're just, you couldn't tell me we ain't been rocking for like 10 years. We've known each other for going on to. Um, But they're just lovely. And I really appreciate their girlfriends for... I realize, like, when you have, like, some girl that's always posting your man and shit, how that could probably feel initially. But, like, they have just embraced me as well. And I, I, I'm very appreciative of that relationship because those are kind of like the men in my life right now. And then the next day was super random. I hung out day. with Mandy. I hung out with Nana. Nana's making me a little something special for the upcoming PBO in Washington, D.C. Mm. Uh, child. It's a um, mm. child. And then the new Black, who's a photographer I love, Black, um, it's what he likes to be called, met up with us at Mood. It was very Project Runway. And he was looking at the fabric. He said, I can see through this. I said, I know. It's going to be interesting. Oh, it's a, it's it's a, oh, it's like that. We're going to see. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) I'm I'm bringing a dress just in case. Because if I, if I, you know me, if I get scared and just like sucker out of it, then it's that. But Um, it is. Nana will not. She was punched. Steer you wrong. Oh, no, I know, but she would also be so angry if she makes me a piece and then I don't and wear it. And then you so. don't wear it. So you got I'm, yourself I'm in a pickle scared, a little though. It's bit. either going to look really great or it's really going to give bathing suit cover-up. Not sure. So we're Bathing gonna see. suit cover-up. Mm-hmm. We're going to see. We're going to see. Um, but it's an all-black affair, so that'll be fun. And then I ended up hanging out with Black and Mandy, and I met this amazing... What Like, Mandy's just around these incredible people. This woman who... Very unassuming, very self-possessed. I love a woman who just inhabits her body and has does like this dance. She was doing this dance with Black where he was trying to understand what she did for a living and we all were aware. And she like wouldn't tell him and she's a professional dominatrix. Mm. And so she's just dancing. She's like, you like, you, she was, she, I can't even do it. <laughs> I'm not a woman yet. I can't even do I it. I can't, but she was she was she was like leaning in and looking at him and it wasn't overtly sexual, it was just so in command. Mm. And she was saying, "You you have a real problem when you don't get your way, do you?" She's like, "What if I told you you needed to relinquish control to me?" And I'm just like, "Oh my god." And then he's he's a wordsmith, so he's going back and forth with her. And you could just, we were all just silent sitting around the table staring, super turned on, but they were saying nothing sexual. It was amazing. Um, and then we hung out with him till Tell too her late. to come on the show and teach us. I would love, for, I think she to... would be down too. Um, I would love for her to do that. Um, then the next day, my lovely friends, my like squad, 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 Jade and Angie and Jamie and my sister and Nana again, Nana's poor child came all the way from the Bronx. We ended up in Far Rockaway, which you don't know where that is, but it's far as hell. For I know, but we, that's where you had to take the train or something to get it's on the, the airport, something like that. When you go into the we airport, we did it. We can do that. We did it. I've done oh, it okay. before. And so we Why made you candles. All the way out there? Because Angie is so thoughtful. Angie is very big on um, 
not just going out to dinner. She wants to do an activity. And so she researched and found like this candle making place. So we made candles. She said, I thought this would be really nice. For people who don't know, I never said this, but I am moving into my own apartment. Thank God. Um, Soon enough. So she's saying, oh, I thought this would be nice for your new apartment. And so you can ease into your transformation. And I wish I had it. I'll look for it. She made me a beautiful ring. That the stone, I don't know, remember what the stone is called because Angie is the owner of Ariant's Jewelry. And I wear a lot of her pieces. And the ring was for transformation. It's like a crystal in it. But it's the way it's mm. set is just so lovely. It's, like this, it's not your typical, you know, how they wrap the crystal and yeah, all that. It's yeah, not yeah. like that. It's very dainty. It's, very, it's, it's, it's really a, a beautiful piece. Uh, and then we went out to eat, which is the funny part. <laughs> We go out to eat, and uh, you know that's on Jade. Jade's the chef. So Jade is fancy. Like, I was out with all my rich friends. And Jade, we pull up to this Peruvian place in Brooklyn. Super cute. Did you get your Peruvian chicken, girl? Wait for it, okay? Super cute. And then um, it's freezing, though. You know how cold it was. The reservation was for 730. This is Sunday. And we get there, and they're like, oh, the heated patio isn't heated yet. And we were like, oh, but we, and they didn't have any seating inside. So we all scurried and sat and we're like, can you just give us some hot water or something? Then they bring the menu, honey. Every dish is tapas. They're tapas and they're like 40 some dollars a fucking plate. So I immediately get anxiety. I'm like, these girls are not. And so the waitress comes over. She's like, the way you usually do it is I highly recommend at least two dishes a person. And I'm like scratching at this point. I'm so uncomfortable with the fact that these people are about to spend all of this money on me. Like, I, I just, and I'm having, and they see it, and they're yelling at me about it, and I'm having this internal struggle. And then the menu, I don't even understand it because I'm raggedy, and I eat at Bonchon. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm just like, what the, what is this? Oh, we're Googling. So a lot of it's shellfish, and I can't have it. So they're getting a ton of stuff. And it's, Chanti, we need to ball out and just go. This food it was fried pig tails. Mm. I said, bring more. Mm-hmm. I can eat a bucket of this. It was something some kind con- of the sauces. Like there was like a quinoa, banana, avocado. Oh, the av- this is why I'm struggling. Avocado, pickled red onion, bacon thing. Then there was this leek salad with a- girl. They there did. was it, it was the flavors of this food. Did I they have, have chicken? Tasted. Peruvian chicken. Did we have chicken? No, I didn't even oh, see that. No, right. this that's still too have basic to take for you to Sardis. Then you still have no. You yet can to still take me there, Sardis. but that that was too basic. I had like sea bass, mm. and with this like white bean, it was so good. Then there was this beef dish. Mm. Oh my god, they had like these fries in it, and you would think, why are there fries sitting in this? But honey, the sauce of that beef, there was. But Needed I fries. was. Everything basically had avocado in it. And I, you know avocado tears my stomach up. I am about nine months pregnant right now, y'all. I, <laughs> my stomach is sitting out. I feel so maternal. I was sitting on the couch today working, just rubbing the sides of it. I was like, oh, this is what it would feel like. <laughs> I was looking at myself in the mirror like, wow, look at me if I ever got preggers. I 
can't stand myself right now. So shout out to them. I had such indigestion when I got home. I ate like three Pepto-Bismol. And my sister is like, are you okay? And I was like, my fucking stomach is killing me with this food. It's so good. I don't want them to know. So that was hilarious. But it was a lovely, lovely time. And I haven't, I just felt, I've never been celebrated like that. Four day? Four days of different. And then you're going to come with our raggedy asses and be sorely, um, be like, (laughs) y'all. Y'all really ain't That's why I'm like, can we just work out? I'm birthdayed out. We don't need, we can all just get together. No, I really, I've never been celebrated like that. You deserve, girl. 34 yeah, years old, like, you better. Wow. What a, what a, it just you felt better. so good. And it, it, it made me check myself on my narrative of, you know, being alone because I'm single and have been single. And the love that I have in my life you know, from so many different you, people, so many different people. It was wild to me. Like Mandy, I woke up and she just she's like, "Oh, bitch, I, f- I missed your actual birthday," and she's sent a me like a fucking too, right? cash app. Yeah, yeah. She, I just, I just don't under. I'm just, I can't even. I don't have the language for hmm. how grateful I am, and like, I don't, I don't, I don't have the language for it. Hmm. I need to read more books. I don't have the language, <laughs> but it's just, it was just grateful. really lovely, and I cried a hefty cry in the tub. Oh. When I got home, I don't know if it was because of my stomach or if it was because I was overwhelmed by the love. But I just, oh, if, for, and, and so many around the way, Curls listeners wrote DM such nice messages. And I'm just so appreciative. Like, time, time. You, people taking time and giving me energy. It's just like, wow. Appreciate it. So, yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, I'm, and I'm working on getting more comfortable with letting Receiving people do those them. kinds of things for me. But I just mm-hmm. feel like this is like, I feel expansive. I feel like so much, like er, the theme of it uh, in every one of the conversations that I was having on these celebrations was all around transformation and all around new things opening up and discovery. Mm. And mm. so I'm excited to see what happens, what comes, what I create, what we create. And yeah, shout out to this year, you know? Your, your, your what's it called? Your personal new year. I hate when people say that. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm just a hater. No, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, just so people, folks know, uh, we were supposed to have a love. I'm so excited. We were, we're, we're, we are going to have this guest on. Um, for we have, it's not lost on us that this is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and um, we have a guest who she unfortunately has an ear infection this week. We hoping that she feels better. Uh, she's going to be joining us next week. Um, she is a breast cancer survivor, inflammatory breast cancer survivor, young woman, you will not meet a stronger human being. Um, She is incredibly resilient, incredibly generous, and um, I'm really excited to have her on. So stay tuned for that. So this this episode is, is, it's it's all going to come together just fine, but we were planning on that, and so we're going to shift gears into something else a little later. But for right now... I would like to get into a little bit of pop culture. And this is old news um, in terms of the interwebs. 
But I'll say this. While I was with my friend Black, who couldn't, he would never utter these words out of his mouth because he's just a lovely being. Um, There were three gentlemen who were in the same room as he and I and Mandy. And so somehow, I don't know how it happened, but of course, you have men and women in the room. They start talking about relationships. You have Mandy in the room, and she's yelling at about relationships. So um, somehow, Bill Cosby and R. Kelly oh. came up, which I, I honestly was having side conversations. I don't know how it happened. But a gentleman who was really reserved very quiet. He had already mentioned that he's not dating because he is quote unquote broke right now. And so he knows that, you know, women aren't going to date him. That's not what they want. Mm -hmm. And so I was saying to him, uh, you know, dated so many broke men. (laughs) Well, true. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I should have said that. Like (laughs) dated so many brokies. Given the coochies, but so little. (laughs) No, but I I said to him, you know, like, that doesn't mean that you're not deserving of love. And he couldn't wrap his mind around it. And so it it signaled to me, like, okay, this is somebody who's been, like, it seems to be deeply hurt. He was really um, guarded, Mm -hmm. really. And it was interesting to see that dynamic around Black, who's very open, very vulnerable, very emotionally intelligent, loves to talk, loves to talk about how he feels, how other people feel, et cetera. And so this gentleman mentioned that he does not feel sorry for those, for any of those women. And so, you know. That were victims of Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Mandy and him are going back and forth about it. She's serving up some points, a lot of them. And then my point was, okay, so the Bill Cosby thing, like, I don't think all of them are, are lying, sir, but fine, if you do, cool. But but the thing that's, that's, that's sticking out in my head is these are not women with R. Kelly. These are children. They're, they're children, okay? And so he's going on and on like, yeah, that's like semantics. So I'm like, that is not semantics. It's a very different thing. A 14-year-old and a 30-something-year-old is like, that is child abuse. Like, what are, what are we not understanding? And so I offered to him, I said, well, let me explain to you about my history. And so I told him about my history of sexual violence and rape as a child and tried to explain, you know, when you were a kid, because he said his issue was all they got to do is walk the fuck outside. All they got to do is just leave. Like you talking about your, he's not chaining you. He's not this, he's not that. And so I, I tried to explain how a young child does not have the capacity, especially like my, my experience was a babysitter's boyfriend. Imagine our fucking Kelly and my parents are with the shit. So many of them, they were, you know, like imagine that you're, you don't, you, you're, 14, 15, 16 year old mind is being brainwashed. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have the tools yet. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't get that through his skull. He kind of did when when he said, Well, some of these girls, they just hot to trot. They just thoughts. They just this. And I said, Do you think I was that? And even if they are, then that means that's coming from somewhere. That's coming from a place that they need something from us. And they're going about it in a way that might not be the healthiest. Probably isn't. 
It's not. Mm-hmm. But like you have to see that as a man, as a as an adult, as a human. You have to see that and offer grace, offer compassion, offer empathy, offer care, not judgment of a child. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't get that. But and I'm not sure what bothered me more. Then he afterwards was like, oh, are you right? I cut. Okay, I guess, I guess. And he goes, but you can't argue. He's the greatest to ever do it. And R. This Kelly's is the greatest to ever R. do Kelly, it. R. Kelly, R. Robert mm-hmm. Kelly. And I said, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like artist? Do you mean like producer? What are you saying to me? He was like, musically? Are you kidding me? Trapped in a closet. I'm like, this nigga. He said trapped in a closet. Of all the the R. Kelly. Of Uh, all the R. Kelly. That's like, this is what he's saying. I'm like, he's definitely pulling panties to the side. He's trash. So (laughs) then I'm like, so then he keeps talking about the production aspect. I'm like, do you know the fuck Quincy Jones is? is, And he goes, he's not an artist. Mm. I was like, what the fuck is he? I was like, yo, bro, what is he then? Like what, this is when I started getting hype. I was calm the whole time. And now I'm screaming at the top of my lungs about Quincy Jones. And then he's like, he ain't, he don't, he don't do no records himself. It's like, he won fucking album of the year, you dickhead. Like he was just getting on my nerves. Then he tops it off with, well, you ain't fucking to Quincy Jones. I said, secret garden? Don't play with me. Barry White came and said, tell me a secret. (laughs) Wow. Don't play with me, sir. And then I'm, so I I went to sleep and I woke up the next day and it was bothering me. So I started to like go through Quincy's catalog. You know, he did Boys in the Hood. He did The Whiz. Mm -hmm. He's done scores. He's done shit with Dizzy Gillespie. Michael Jackson is enough. Michael Jackson. I mean, we all know the Michael Jackson, but like, like, that's enough. Tevin. Come on. Dizzy. What are you talking? Frank. Frank, bro, like, do you understand his? Ca- it was just bothering me so Sounds much. And like then he didn't have much exposure sense. or sense or taste or I don't know. <laughs> you just said all the exposure, sense, taste, class. Did it like you just went in? Yeah, he was just a slovenly sloppy. It's like I'm playing, but oh. he just, he you know, he wasn't. He was a handsome, slovenly sloppy boy. Is from Lean on Me. That's a joke, but. It just, it really ruffled my feathers and it made me, it, I also it thought really to myself, like, my feathers. it did, it ruffled my feathers a lot because I, I thought to myself, even if he doesn't know Quincy Jones, fine, not everybody knows the dude and all that shit, but like, you don't know who Kenneth Babyface Edmonds is? Like, you really think Arver? I just don't get it. And he but so was he's still adamant. banging R. Kelly. Oh yeah. yeah. He said, people, th- when I walk the streets of Brooklyn... All I I be hearing R all the time. Me too. My neighbor be blasting her all the time. I just we're not gonna deny R Kelly of his talent, but you just I don't need to support it either. Especially now he's like, you ain't. I'm fucking R Kelly. Like you told, I'm like, ew. You know he's talking about children, right? That doesn't make Mm -hmm. you a little uncomfortable in the bed. Like actually, actually, maybe I shouldn't. It's very interesting though that people. You know, it's a hard pass for R. Kelly, but I think a lot of people try to intellectualize and like really deliberate if they are going to continue watching the Cosby show. I know a couple I know a couple who um, who like I don't know them, but I heard of a couple that 
had to talk to each other and were like, all right, we're going to do this. And now they're, I know, you know, they you decided know to have their kids watch the Cosby show. So yeah, I know it's very interesting. Who still have their kids watch the Cosby show. That's like, very, why? What's the I, difference? I don't, that's the thing. It's I guess very, Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson, that whole thing with Michael Jackson is just completely, I feel like has kind of hit the I ball, know. slid down. Like the Michael that Jackson thing. I, I need been to do more Michael research. Was a, I feel like, I sound like Kyrie Irving. I need to do more research. <laughs> um, but I just. You need to I do think, more research for Michael Jackson? Yeah, I just, I don't, I honestly have never, wa- I never watched the documentary. I never you listened to it. You gotta watch it, girl. You watched yeah, R. Kelly's documentary? It. No, because I don't. You don't that need shit to. triggers me. I don't need to watch that shit. Exactly. But, but R. Kelly, I watch his interviews, how he still lies. I think that's so the thing that Bill. gets me going where I'm like, hey, Michael. Michael's dead. He's not still alive. But up to the the day that he died, he was like, what? Don't you climb trees? Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's very interesting. But that's what I'm saying. The, the, my issue, it's not the R. Kelly music thing. It's the one, it's the women calling these little girls women and two saying he's better than Quincy Jones and Babyface. And Babyface. What the fuck? Wow. You know, like, I can't. Anyway, um, next up, Adele has a new song. Did you listen to it? No. I don't really, I never, ever listened to Adele. She was never, like, I was like, oh. But I did hear, what's her name? Freddie, Fruity, Fuddy, Freddie. Dang. No, you got to know. The other girl, Fidel. Who is Fidel? Girl, <laughs> go away. This episode's over. <laughs> near me all i know is that bitch can sing she just came out with a uh she just came out with an album and she should be more important than adele come on adele is really good shanti i don't give a fuck about adele oh my god i never really liked her music she see she feels like um alicia keys to me no way don't disrespect adele she does she feels really vanilla i'm bored she bores me like all right you can sing you're talented I like Adele. Anyway. She's, she's. She been cute. Adele's makeup was always. One point. Who is Fidel stop trying to do Jamaican uh, shit, but she cute. She apologized for that. <laughs> did she? She's a black man now. <laughs> she's like, oh she shit, my better. bad. Red, white, and green, <laughs> black, did, green. Like, yeah. That was really fucking stupid. Sorry. <laughs> that she's also only smart. like 30. I should only do that. She is 30 because the album's called 30. She just names the album her age. Oh, she's a baby. She feel like she's 35 to me. She feel like she like 42 to me. Uh, no, she just lives. Uh, she's just been depressed and getting hurt since she was 19. I think that was her yeah. first album, 19. She's like, ah. You still looking anyway, up Anyway, when Fidel I find is? out this woman's name, I'll get back to you. But I heard her and I was like, is that Jasmine? And Georgia was like, no. She was really upset with me. <laughs> anyway, Adele has a new song out. I don't remember what it's called. I li- Yeba. I li- Sorry. Oh, Yeba, of course. Why Why do you think she's Fidel? <laughs> I hate you. You're racist. Uh, Yeba Fidel. Okay, that is Yeba's new name. Actually, Jasmine fucks with Yeba heavy. Um, that bitch can sing. Oh, yeah, she can. You saw her tiny desk? No. I just no, even need I to didn't, get I into saw, it. I don't know much about her. Oh yeah, she's Yeba's fire. Um, but Adele, who is not Fidel, 
she has a new special coming out November 14th on CBS, I think. And I can't wait to watch it. A new special? Well, she's having a special. Like, you know how Beyonce had her lemonade. Adele has something going on. She got an album coming out. And the only reason why I'm excited about this album, I was very nervous about it because the only time I hate Adele is when Jasmine... Is dropping a project because if we all remember, Adele was the one that beat Jasmine for Best New Artist, and I never forgave her for that shit. This album does not make the same Grammy, so we're okay. <laughs> I already asked, like, what's the cutoff for the 2022 Grammys? Do I have to hate Adele right what now? Are the or can I like her? This is crazy. <laughs> I know. So I'm excited for all of the people that like Adele. You should watch it. Tap into your colonizer side, Shanti. It's calling uh. you. In other news, Eddie Winslow. I don't know his real name because I'm trash. Maybe you can Google that for me, Queen. I don't know. Eddie Charlie, Winslow. Charles Takim or something. So I was disappointed. I was excited because he, you know, the Shade Room child. The Shade Room posted that he is is happily in a relationship. Oh, I forget her name. Hold on. Darius McRae and Sydney Starr. Is that her name, child? I don't know who these go. people are. This is interesting that you so chose So Darius McRae is Eddie Winslow. Yeah. Sydney Starr is a trans singer or artist. I don't know if she sings. And I was so happy. And then his team was like, nah, 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 nah. That's not true. We're denying that. But he's in a video holding her, kissing her. There's an interview where he says she's a beautiful woman. And he posts her music and in support of her, um, and I'm that just made me so happy. She's quoted in saying like, "What we're doing, I feel like is revolutionary. I feel like, you know, this is a big step for people to see that like, her ass is trans people. This is not a weird thing. I am a woman and a person and having a quote unquote human experience." The way Dave Chappelle said, child, not that Dave Chappelle is. She quoting Dave Chappelle now, child. Yeah, while I'm trying to big up on, trans people. Come this on. Is <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that I, it made me so happy. And then I was disappointed and deflated when they reported that his team, not him, his team was like, no, no, that's not. That nigga don't got no team no more. He's still acting child. in like Tyler or in my Lifetime movies and stuff. Listen, he he's living off of Family Matters. He's good. But I hope that they are happy. I hope that she is happy. I hope that he is happy. I hope she's happy and finds somebody that, you know. Whose team her. won't do that. Because what I read, if that interview is, maybe that interview is not real. But he was completely claiming her openly as he should. So... I don't know. I was deflated on that one, child. You know what's deflated me? Kanye West's haircut. (laughs) That's how your hair going to look when you cut it, if you keep playing. You need to keep letting your hair grow. What's wrong with him? He's not Kanye West anymore. He just filed a petition and won um, that his name is officially Ye. Or Ye. Is it Ye? It's Ye. 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 (laughs) No middle name, no last name, just Ye. So, yeah, his haircut is interesting. It was like JoJo did it. JoJo would do it 10 times. That's how I be cut my dad hair, though, on the low. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say, oh, with my dad, I'm giving it a haircut. I'm like, I ain't I'm going to take a picture. 
Stop fucking playing with me. I, I want to see this queen because you have never me. posted like. I be, I don't post my I dad. know his hairline be fucked up. No. She ain't got no steady hand. Karuna, no, come over steady here. Steady hand, bloody your nose real quick. Shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Escalated. <laughs> um. All right, come on. Let's move on. Hot shit. New segment. New topic. Are you, are you planning on doing this? Every week you're going to. We, we got to put the shit? people on a new cool thing. Every it's gonna, single week? Well, I think it's going to help us try to be cooler. <laughs> as we're like, as I read, untethered soul. <laughs> That's Shanti's hot Girl. Which I'm with the shits on it. Please tell us about untethered soul. What is that? That's what, what I've been is. reading. That's been my saving grace. It's very good. We talked about it a little bit. Are you bit. reading or is it the audio book? It's actually an audio book because I don't have the attention span or the, I don't have I don't have the quiet time either way it doesn't matter that's just while I'm cooking while I'm cleaning up my mom sent it to me um it's the audio book it's by Michael Singer we touched on it a little bit when uh Curly Nikki was on the on the spot and I feel like it's something that you have to keep hearing over and over again before it finally like starts making sense but especially in the way that it's red it's been just it's just been it's just been really good i feel like we should have an episode about it again please but it's just touching on or again bringing to the forefront that so many of us identify with things that aren't really of our essence whether it be of course you know your your where where you were born, who you were born from, the body that you're in, um, and thinking that that is that is you, and he goes even deeper to say that the th- your thoughts are you, and mm-hmm. if you were to really take some time to observe your thoughts and your relationship with your thoughts, you actually realize that one, you're an insane neurotic person and deeply troubled if you really (laughs) observe your thoughts. Two, you realize that you aren't your thoughts because you are the awareness watching, like being aware of your thoughts as they come and go, which has been really... Like double consciousness almost? What'd you say? Like double consciousness almost? No, it's just you have one consciousness. It's it's who you are because you're not your thought. Right, you're not your thoughts. You're not your body, because your body changes. Your body withers. Your, you know, your ten year old body is far different than an eighty four year old body. But your your consciousness within it doesn't change necessarily. Um, but yeah, you just realize if once you realize that you're not your thoughts, or you become aware of your thoughts, you're less attached to them. So you're less carried away emotionally you're you're less like going up and down up and down or constantly chasing this idea of oh i see of that's comfort. why you said you're you're aware of them you're you're uh, yeah what is it you're observing them you're observing you're them, them. Oh, you become you get behind that. them rather than get carried away with them so with when you them. see yourself freaking out or you see yourself you know, being sad or angry or jealous. And it's just, it's just like, and you can feel yourself energetically be like, oh, let me, let me step back and not get carried away. And it's just been a game changer these past couple weeks for me. Um, and I saw, and also because it's an audiobook. I've never 
listen to an audio. Listen to an audio. No, I was like, I used to down. I used to in college. I used to listen to the Four Agreements and in in the hopes that I would become a better person. And then during the day, I would listen to the Forty Eight Laws of Power in hopes that I would take over the world. Oh, that's quite duality, right? Balance this out real quick. (laughs) Like, 48 laws like, of really power is like, slit that bitch's wrist, <laughs> no, hide her never body. Never outshine the master, but outshine the master. Kill take her daughter. <laughs> I was like, let me figure out how I can be both. I was always about duality, I mean. Chill. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so get into the audio books. Get into that. And especially 10. if you're dyslexic, I would like to make a public service announcement. I am dyslexic. <laughs> As I am Batman. But, like, <laughs> I was having a lot of trouble with that this weekend. I think because I, I was so tired. I think it comes on with tiredness for me where mm-hmm. I, my eyes don't see it. So when I post and I'm like, these fucking typos, I'm really irritated because my father, <laughs> growing up, I don't think I'm outing myself, but I had about four teachers say, my first teacher was Miss Palmer, the same woman who taught me I was black, or helped me through that experience. She also was like, not only is your child black, but she also is a little dyslexic. She needs to be tested. And my dad was like, what? She going to use that as no fucking excuse? No. And he refused to even get me tested. True. So he he would sit with me. And when I read, I would have to yeah. put paper, like a piece of paper under each line to block off the other. Because my eyes get, they get distracted. And so now it's developed where if I write a word, sometimes I'll stare at it and be like, nope, got to come back. Walk away, do something else, come back. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, that's spelled right. Mm. But I cannot figure it out sometimes in the moment. Mm. And I write stuff backwards now sometimes, so I don't know if it's getting worse. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Or maybe I'm just stressed and my brain's sporadic. But I'm not really diagnosed because I never was tested. Oh. But I have all the... I like, thought that you di- you were diagnosed. No, he never time. would let me. So I never <laughs> feel comfortable saying, because oh. he was like, you're not going to use that as a fucking excuse. These are the grades I want. Make it happen. And that's oh. what I did. Wow. That was it. And I, and I think you have to know your child because I feel like if I were to know that I was dyslexic, I would have leaned into, like, oh, it's the dyslexia. I'm sorry. I would have leaned into, I was smart and I was, <laughs> I was a little manipulative kid. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that, yeah, it's my dyslexia, teach. Sorry. But he also, his argument was also, you're good with numbers. You're amazing. That shit doesn't happen in math. You know, you can do trigonometry and all this other shit. So make the words work. So it's just really interesting, but does dyslexia affect math anyway? Yeah, I mean it affects. Yeah, there are people who get their numbers backwards. I remember when I was tutoring um, that kid at Mass Bomb. Master Mass Bomb was the high school in Philly, and he. I knew he was dyslexic. I I peeped it because I I I would watch him. Anytime he wrote a three, that bitch was a five. Anytime he wrote a six, that bitch was a nine. Like he was just getting them backwards. Mm-hmm. And he would sometimes do his K backwards. Little things like that where it would be like inverted. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at my little dyslexic friend. Shout out to you. You know who you are. So I don't know how I got on that. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. Whippy Goldberg is also dyslexic. See, there's a tie in always. 
and we know I love the view. And so she highly recommends audiobooks. And that she gets anxiety, or not even anxiety, now she's cool with it, she just says it. And so on The View, when she's reading the teleprompter, sometimes her eyes do the same Mm. thing where she's like, can't do it. And then she goes, Sunny, take it. And Sunny knows, okay, she can't see it right now. Mm. But she handles it so well, and she's so successful and brilliant that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but also she says on the audiobooks, you can speed them up and listen to them like one point. 1.25 or 1.5 in terms of the speed right. so then you can get through them quicker. You can. It's um, just great. It's like a podcast. You could do it while you're exactly. doing things so that you're not fully present because that's never... Because we are actually we cannot, not our thoughts. We <laughs> are terrified of being present. Anything but be <laughs> present, child. Oh, God. Uh, my hot shit is, like I said, K Trinata, black folks. Anytime I talk about Kate Trinata, what does he do? And I say, oh, it's kind of like house, soul, hip-hop. And they're like, house? That doom, doom, doom. I'm like, no, it's it's not that. Like, it's it's soulful. It's it's a vibe. But they will not give it. I was trying to get... Music. Right. I was trying to get Mandy to listen to it. And she was like, yeah, 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 nah. Mandy doesn't know who Kate Trinata is? She had no fucking idea wow. who Kate Trinata was. I was sick. So I say this, please get into Kate Trinata, dive into the first album, or you up there, you know him, you you do know him, you've heard the Kate Trinata mix of Cranes in the Sky, you've heard the Teacher Moss song, you know him, but you need to get into his stuff too, okay, just do it. This next artist, I don't know how to pronounce their name, Shanti. Krungbin. Squat. Krungbin. It's K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. A friend put me onto them. Three people killing it. Now, this might not be for everyone, right? Um, they're musicians, they're instrumentalists, there's some singing. They've done some work with Leon Bridges. Super dope. If you just want to vibe out, you want to get in your car and drive. If you just clean in the house, if you just sitting there reading a book and you want something on in the background, if you're high as shit. And you just looking up at the ceilings, you just trying to breathe deep. Put this shit on and get lost in the bass lines. It's the bass lines for me. And that's the woman too. She's the bassist? Yeah, she play a woman plays the bass line, a black guy plays the uh drums, oh. and then I guess the white guy plays whatever guitar. But they're dope. They're kinda like um they're kinda like soulful fusion surf music inspired by like and it's weird because it's like Asian inspired surf music, if that makes it's like, any sense. How do you say that word? Arethral. How do you say it? Ethereal. Ethereal, thank you. It's dope. They're great. <laughs> they're funky. They're, they're, they're funky, super fun. but I would they're... love to see them live. Shout out to, we have, I think the, I don't know if she's, she's not their manager. Maybe she's their road manager, but I'm not going to say her name online because she may not want to, but El Boogie. That's how I'll reference her. She manages them. And she listens to the podcast. So if you hear this. For real? Hey, girl. Hi. Super fire. Super Internet dope. You want to go to a show, them. queen. We'll pay for it. Can yeah. you let us know, El Boogie? Yeah. Look at you. Shit. Uh-huh. All right. Next up. The energy was high, but this is deeply fucking disturbing. Mm-hmm. I was sick when yeah. I saw this. This, this made the world news. I actually was speaking to my aunt yesterday in Pittsburgh, um, and she 
was the one who said, I'm so happy you're not moving back to that city. Did you see what happened? I was like, no, I didn't. I was celebrating my birthday. What happened? Sadly, um, in Philadelphia, October 13th, a woman was on the subway. Excuse me, not the subway. On the, They keep saying the subway. The woman was on the L train, which goes above and below ground. Um, and a, a train that was crowded with passengers, a 35 year old man who happens to be, um, homeless at the time comes on and is trying to engage her in conversation. She is not interested. He then continues again, not interested. He then pulls open her shirt and begins to rape her in front of the entire train for eight minutes. Oh, my God. For eight minutes, this man was raping her, and no one even called the police. No one interfered. No one yelled, stop. The, the police were horrified telling the story. They, they, they watched the video and said everybody just kind of. It was full-on penetrative sex? Yes. He raped her on the train. You didn't hear about this? You I did, it. but no. I just can't. I cannot understand that. Mm-mm. And the person that called the police, they said that there was a the, someone, I don't know how it worked, a, a transit worker, that something was wrong with the woman. Some, they, they just, something was up. So they got wind of it and they called the police. Furthermore, not no one has even stepped forward as a witness. Not that they need one because they have it on fucking camera. But now they're looking at the tape and trying to determine, they're trying to identify the people on the train because they had phones out. So they're trying to figure out, were these people videoing this? Were they shocked? Were they calling someone? What were they doing? And Philadelphia does not have the, um, what is it called when you're, vocabulary. What is it called when you are, mm, that's a shame. When you're, when you're not an innocent bystander, but you're an onlooker and you help, what is it? Civilian eh. citizen arrest? No, they have that. But anyway, they don't have what whatever it is where you can you can penalize someone for not helping, mm. right? Um, and so I'm just curious. I know how who I am. I know how triggered I get with things like that. But I also know, like, if I see ever, we were coming out, black, all of us, Mandy, all of us, we were coming out of the building where his studio is, and there was a girl yelling at a man, leave us the fuck alone, like, what's your problem? And I immediately stopped, and everybody kind of turned and then kept walking. And I stopped and walked back and was like, are you okay? I don't understand this. I can't understand it. Maybe it's because I know what it feels like to be violated or to walk down the street and be scared. But you think that on a crowded, this was not at three Did o'clock he have in the a morning. Gun? This was not four o'clock in the morning. This was fucking. Did he a have a rush gun? hour? I believe or a right? weapon. That's they didn't say he had a weapon. I watched four different, and this is being reported everywhere. Like India's reporting this. There, this is everywhere, all over the world. No one's mentioned anything about a weapon. I can't imagine. And so I guess my question is like, obviously this man, there's something deeply fucking wrong with him. This poor woman, they're saying, oh, she's, she's, um, 
she's recovering, which is like, I don't know oh, how you no. fucking recover she's, from that. Oh. Right? What the fuck? What do we think about these people? I don't know. I don't understand. That doesn't make, something doesn't make sense to me. I just, that doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't I don't, make sense I don't to actually, me either. it doesn't, it, something doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what happened, how that, I don't understand that. I can't wrap my head around that. I don't, that, that almost feels impossible to me that that would yeah. have happened. And in Philly, that that would have happened, that nobody would have done anything. And honestly, uh, on that the women would L. sit there and watch that. I, I really, something That's does not like, make sense to me. I don't with think so. a whole bunch of men? This is weird. Even if it was a whole bunch of, if it was a whole bunch of women, like, I, that doesn't make, something, something isn't, I I don't know if I can even believe that. That does not make sense. Oh, you to need me. to believe it. You need to read it and weep. I don't get it. I mean, the article's it. right there. I Were put a bunch it in of white there. people on the train? What did you say? It would make sense. It was like a bunch of white people on the that's train. That's what I. That's why I said on the L. I'm confused, but they were not when they were interviewing people. They were not. Them folks was black. I listened to them voices. That that makes no sense. I don't. I can't even see that happening. Child. Deeply, deeply disturbing. I just, I just, my hope, and and you know what? Then they started to bring it back to like the defund the police thing, and that's why that's such an issue, right? Because there's not enough police officers on the train and stuff. But my hope would be, God, it's not, it's not our jobs, right? It's not. But like, you're a human. You're human. It goes back to when we were down in Philly, and that little woman was walking around and you stopped and was like she should not be out this late why is she here and everybody else walking by her i almost well i didn't, almost didn't even see her we just got to take care she's of she's less other. of a threat though i no, do she's remember not a threat but she needs help i nothing this serious by any means but i do remember i don't know if you know there was a cvs and me walking me walking and I hear some guy freaking out in the car and I think he hit her. He hit the girl and she was crying and I turned and I stopped and did just what you did. And I stopped and I stared and he was freaking out. And then he started cursing at me, like, you know, calling me a bitch. What you going to do? You know, bitch. And then he drove off. And like, I felt like, I felt really scared in that moment because he was, you could look in his eyes and see that he was capable of popping up. And I had Jojo with me. That's what it was also. Jojo was next to me and I was like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Aside from like try and get his license plate and call the cops because. But that's my thing. Maybe you can't get up and grab this guy, right? We don't know. Maybe he's so big or maybe he was so wild. You're also standing there in shock, I'm sure. I like, don't know. It makes me want to what get the a fuck is happening? What is happening? That shit would never happen in New York. I'll say that. But there's eight of you. If one ass. person, like if there's a bunch of people, how did they know? But that's, but that's the psychology of it is that everybody thinks somebody else is going to do something. For there's, eight there's minutes? Actually, Do you know how long eight minutes is? Fuck, that That was the thing that got me. I said, that was eight minutes long. That's like, what? Anyway, Th- There are people getting on and off the train in eight minutes. I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm really sick. Like, so I'm just saying, we cannot assume that it's taken care of. We cannot assume that somebody else has called the police. Like, those. Maybe, maybe you can't get up and physically get this man off of her. 
but you can call the police. Ladies. You can hit the stop button on the train. Yes. You can get off and do you Oh, can do you can scream. pull the thing. You can right. pull. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. But they said, the, the, some police were saying that they were like just like, the people just looked down, looked away, tried to avoid, like, didn't know what to do. And then they said some people had their phones out, so it looked like, were they trying to call the police? And maybe they didn't have Why service. They and they said the some head? people just... They could have kicked them in the balls. They could have, like... Push, just push yeah, I think there's off. also the dynamic of the gentleman, or not the gentleman, the asshole being homeless. So then that puts the dynamic because there's a stigma about that. Oh, they're crazy, which something the fuck is wrong with him, right? Like, obviously. But they're this, they're that, they're dangerous, they're dirty, oh, they're this. And so you Cover retreat. that woman. God, help her. Help her, exactly. Lord. Be with her. She has to recover from so much. So much. How you? How she feel protected in this world? <sighs> so I. I mean, I bring this up, not to just put a damper on things, but to really have us all think about being vigilant, being watchful, being loving with one another. Like we have to take care of each other. We have to. I also think we should all get some weapons, get some fucking mace. <sighs> yeah, somebody, I just had somebody say that to me, like, you don't have, I have a knife that I used to carry, but it's illegal because of the size of it. My dad was just talking to me about it today, child. Was he? Yeah, he was like, you need to get a knife. My dad gave me a shank. For the, my, the, the <laughs> knife is this big. He's like, I you just like put, it on, seen put it on your I jeans. Like I'm like, I can't I, walk yeah, around I remember with you that. showing me that, and I was like, you can't. You will get arrested. Are you fucking kidding? Put it in your bag. They have those keychain things. I know. I, when I walk home from parking my car late, I have my keys in between my knuckles. I have that shit ready to go, and I have my phone out and ready to ready yeah, to hit We need call. mace. We need keychains. You may need to get a little knife, and some women need, may need to get, like, I'm again. A gun. I ain't scared to get a gun, child. Anyway, this is getting really. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry, but I I was just so upset when I saw that. And then the next thing um, for politics, we'll move on. Pray for that woman, um, and pray for those fucking people that watch because you got to live with yourself. Mm. But uh, Colin Powell died um, of COVID complications. And um, a lot of people are, you know, saying that it's because he was vaccinated, which is just okay. Um, but Colin Powell is someone who fought in how many wars and died of COVID. Now, he's also 80, 84 years old. Mid 80s, 84, right? Yeah. Um, complicated relationship with, you know, legacy, but still a man who, you know, people make mistakes, still someone who prominent figure did a lot and you know suffered with cancer and things like that so it's just a reminder that this shit is still out here i just took my little covid test i have another one that i can take a little later on in the week from my little birthday celebrations but just a reminder to take care of yourselves keep his family in prayer and like now i don't think it's the time to i to to use his death to further one argument or the other around vaccinations or not vaccinations. 
and to have the conversation around like his legacy and him and the weapons of mass destruction. Like just let the people who need to mourn his death mourn his death. Like we don't need Girl, I don't know who died and you was all like, let that nigga rot in hell. I don't know. Some white guy died. That was not your tone at all last year. I can't remember For what real? it was. He probably yeah. needed to rot in the fuck out. Who was it? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that was last year. You bring up old shit. I, I, I've gotten better. Okay. I'm trying to tell you, I'm loving light right the fuck now. Okay, okay, But as okay. soon as I get lonely and sad again, I don't feel this love. I'm going to be like, Last year, whatever <laughs> old white man died, Who whatever Republican, I don't yeah, know. Oh, it must have been a terrible human. Okay. Oh, I think I know. He died from COVID. I don't re- Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, child. I think I know you talking <laughs> about. Now you all. Don't let that legacy of mass destruction, which... Hundreds and thousands of innocent people were killed. Just let that. Well, he didn't do it. I mean, he he mm. fell in line with the. He supported. Same way Colin. those people ain't do it, but they knew what was going on. I called him Colin. 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 His name is Colin. Colin Powell. Powell? Colin. No, it's Colin Powell. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. It's Colin. <laughs> Colin. Why I just call him Colin? I hate it. Because it is spelled Colin, isn't it? But it's not Colin. What if this nigga's name? That is the white <laughs> name. name. What if he changed it? Like, no, nah, that's too white. Maybe Y'all it is tripping. Colin Powell. It is Colin. It's Colin. Not Colin. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were that's sounding so smart name. this episode. I feel like we was doing all right. We was talking about being other Colin, tethered. that's a disgusting name so as well. So Colin Powell passed <laughs> it's away. It's Colin. It's not Colin. It's Colin. What's his Powell. name? Now Colin you fucking you freaking me Colin? out. <laughs> you freaking me out now. Now I'm fucking stressed. I'm sweating, yo. Google that shit. Right the fuck now. Right now. <laughs> I hate it here. Oh God. I need to ask my You got me second guessing myself. And I actually it's not the correct pronunciation is Colin. It's not Colin. He American don't say it like colon. That. Is a mispronunciation of the it's name. It's not Colin. It's somewhere in between them bitches, but it's not like Colin. It's, it's not Colin that. Powell. Oh my God. It's Colin Powell. <laughs> what was I pronounce- saying? You were saying Colin Powell. We niggas. No, I wasn't. Wait, I'm Googling it. Hold on. These goddamn. Colin. Don't do this. Don't do me. I got to go. I listen. I watch the news. I'm, we're we're taking. I'm embarrassed. So um, I just want to say thank you to the new patron, Raven G. I apologize that you joined us, and this is how we are. I also want to thank all the people who have rate, rated, and subscribed and shared around the way. Curls. Um, shout out to you. You know who you are. We had a lot of new people come through and say, oh, I'm new. I'm catching up on episodes. I'm loving this shit. Oh, God. Welcome to, to the wonderful world. To those... <laughs> I, we apologize for the audio. <laughs> Child, you a real one for that. I'd be like, delete, delete. <laughs> I'd be like, mm, they sound crazy. It sounds like they in a wind tunnel. Like, that sound. I just want y'all to know that you, you now hear that Shanti agrees that that sound was awful. She was fighting me. The I wanted sound get, wasn't I wanted, bad. It was the fact that we would have <laughs> scratching, and then sometimes, like one episode, we the sound was beautiful, and then it said, "You did your thing," and then all of a sudden we're in an echoey room. It was just, it was a mess. 
It was a mess. But sometimes it would be all right. Are you bl- was, wait, I'm trying are you trying to blame it on the editing or I'm No, I one of it was we were together and then the next one we were separate and there were obviously technical difficulties. Oh, okay. It was I, I feel I remember but, that one and I was cringing. I, Listen, I think it was the one where we lost that am- amazing interview with Jojo. With Jojo. Exactly. Or we just had to do the whole thing over again because all I know is in the mid of it, we're like, I can't believe we're having to re-record this all again. I and we know. both sound very tired. But anyway, girl, we shout out to y'all. Keep listening. Right. Episode 151, baby. We working it out. I will also say where I'm moving is about to be loud as hell. So I don't know what's going to happen. Loud? Why would it be loud? Because it's right on Nostrand and it's in Flatbush and it ain't right over there. You about to hear all the patois. I hear a dog all the, now. <laughs> it's, you can hear the dog. It's the sounds of New York. New York. Yeah, so. But anyway, thank you for rocking with us. Please rate, subscribe, do all the things. I'm I'm nervous right now because I hear myself somehow. I hope I'm not loud in your headphones. But we're going to work this out. So, yeah, we're going to take a little break. Shanti, can you please take us out? We'll be back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back. There's one thing that we forgot to say. The queen. The, I'm fucking up. What, 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 how do you describe her? <laughs> the realest pit bull in a skirt. Realest pit bull in a skirt. It's having the a baby. The Broad Street bully. It's having a, a white baby. man. I'm telling you, y'all. I, f- I f- truly do believe. EVE. That it is, it is. Um... Don't say something fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to say? I... Some white penises be really. You know, whatever. Tell us. Just kidding. But good, good job for Eve. Like that's her boo. Like she, they, she fucks with him heavy. I, I think they really do love. He each fucks other. with her heavy, and yeah, she I think loves that, him. Like she taking care of his white kids, and now they about to have a little biracial kid. I'm so she excited pregnant. for her. She looks so cute, pregnant, which probably means she was pregnant during verses, and that just makes it all better. Which also, we ain't talking about verses. I didn't is, see it, but that's why. Y'all better know. Y'all better know. 
Y'all take care of yourselves and you will be able to conceive. Don't think, don't let this, what's it called? The clock get you stressed the fuck out. She already, she's, her husband is also a billionaire, so he could probably buy her a new uterus if he wanted to. It doesn't work like that. I feel like it does. When you have access and you have resources. Gabby couldn't do it. So. Not everybody, but what I'm saying is a lot of people can. And Gabby was able to spend a lot of money on infertility treatments or fertility treatments, whatever. Is is the child Gabby's child and? Yeah, they just had a surrogate. They just had a surrogate. So she she has somewhere she couldn't carry. But Mm. you can't see how that baby is there, kid. It's, it looks like him. Period. I don't see her so much. Kavya. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. We're back. What we are back. About? And this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a little bit. Um, and I was reminded again by my friend Black. Black. He talks about it a I'm lot. punch him in his face. You keep talking about Black. Why are you going to punch him in his face? Just, uh, he said he's he wants you to come up here too and bring the babies. I think I told you that. You said no. Bring his babies. Bring the babies because I I want um Sean to come up here, so he could take an art class. Anyway, we're off topic. But my friend talks about this a lot. Um, and it is a Japanese practice called um kintsugi. And kintsugi is basically, and I kintsugi posted about this kintsugi? years ago. Excuse me. What is it? Kintsuki. Tsuki. Kintsuki. That's how I was told to pronounce it because I asked many times. Okay, okay. But basically, it's this Japanese practice where you have these ceramics, right? And the the tale is that this Japanese king, emperor person had his favorite bowl from China. And the bowl broke. And so he wanted the bowl fixed. And so the way that this bowl was fixed was that it was put back together and sealed with this um, sealant that was gold. And so you have all these cracks and things, but you don't have them anymore because it's this bowl that's now pieced together and has these gold kind of lines through it where it was once broken. And so he said the bowl is now more beautiful than ever. Hence, the birth of Kintsugi. Now, Kin actually means golden, and Tsugi means rejoining. So you have a golden rejoining. And so this was always really interesting to me. And I think I posted it right after my little breakup, um, where that idea of something once being broken, and then when it pieces itself back together, it's more beautiful than it than it was before was really appealing to me and I didn't have the tools then to really really reflect and dissect it and figure out what it meant to me in terms of my own journey but I knew that it meant something I knew that I that I related to it in a way that um that was meaningful so I recently found this video on YouTube where this woman is breaking down uh this kintsugi and she's actually, forget her name, God damn it, but she's a psychotherapist and she broke it down in a very practical way that I wanted to share and, and discuss with you, Shanti. So if we break down the process, right, 
we have, we begin with the bowl. And so she says, art often imitates life. She believes that it always does. So she looks at the bowl and she says to herself, this bowl is like, it represents you or an aspect of yourself, right? And then the practice is you put a cloth over the bowl and that cloth represents what holds us together. It could be a mother's love. It could be a spiritual practice. It could be your own resilience, whatever that is, whatever holds you together and keeps you sturdy, that is the cloth. So you take this cloth, you wrap it around the bowl, and then you have a hammer. And the hammer is a teacher. The hammer is an instrument for change, she says. And it can destroy, but it also can build. It also can bring things together. So you take this hammer and you, while the bowl is wrapped in the cloth, you crack the bowl. The bowl is now in pieces wrapped in this cloth. So you have this this bowl in your hand that was once whole and solid, and you feel the pieces in your hand. And this is the process. This is where, she says, this is the point where we like to skip over, where you have this your hand full of these broken pieces wrapped in the cloth that was once what held you together so easily it, it failed to do so. You still somehow broke. And so she said that the process around this is where you, you need to feel around and notice the broken pits bits. You need to examine them instead of resisting the urge to fix it immediately. And this is the uncomfortable part. This is often where shame is involved. And this is where we like to hide from ourselves, right? This part of the process. So once she's done with that part, she's examining the cracks. She's feeling all of the pieces, the weight of it. She opens the cloth up. And now this is the, the connection part. This is the where you take the examining and you figure out how to heal. And you begin putting the pieces back together with some sort of bonding, right? And the bonding is stronger than what was there in the first place. And so as you put the pieces back together, of course, if you've ever tried to put a vase or a piece of ceramic back together, there's these holes, there's these cracks, there's these nooks that where you just, it will never fit the same. And so those things can represent loss, but they can also represent space for new information, new goodness, new abundance, new everything to come on in to the bowl. And then once you do that and the bowl is bonded, you then take a very fine file and you begin on the outside of the bowl to file away, right? You file the pieces that aren't quite flesh with one another. And so that symbolizes you filing away what is no longer necessary, right? What, what is not necessary in my life? I pieced it back. I'm feeling better. But now I gotta, I, there's still stuff I got to get rid of. There's residual stuff that I have to let go of. And then you take the gold. And the gold is the glory, she says. And you don't take the gold to cover up the cracks, you take the gold and you paint within the cracks to highlight the journey, mm. to highlight the mapping, to beautify 
what was once broken and to 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 signal that you're more, you're better than ever now and you're better for the crack and so i watched this video and i think to myself damn i want to identify what these things are in my life mm. right i want to do this every time i crack I want to be in practice of kintsuki and say, okay, I don't need to rush this process because mm-hmm. that's really what stood out to me when she sat there with mm-hmm. the broken pieces in her hand mm-hmm. and said, you got to feel this. That's that's like Shanti when you say to me, accept and endure. Mm-hmm. It's the accepting part. I just want to go straight into endure. And so I want to work through this with you and I want to identify some points in our life, maybe identify our bowl. I think it's us, or maybe it's an as, you know, an aspect of relationship or whatever. Identify our cloths. Identify the hammer. Talk about the process. Talk about the the glue, the connection, the filing, and then the mapping. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. All that, and she's like, mm, okay. <laughs> so, what? What's your bowl? I guess, I guess for me, it would be um, my identity. What, oh. what, what I think, the roles that I think I have now, or what I should have. Um. So yeah, what's your bowl? I think it's similar. I think it's the expectations I've had for myself and what I've envisioned, who who I will be, what I will have, what my life will look like. It's it's not anything what I ever thought. Mm. Um, and so I've, and and I think it's also what I still project and possibly think. Um, that's my bull, like what I what i what what I think I've told myself that I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's your cloth what what's the what cloth holds represent? you the cloth is what holds you together the cloth is like what like your your mother's love a spiritual practice like what keeps you going what makes you resilient in the world how your bowl has been protected so far Um, girl, I I don't know. I I think I have to wake up every morning. (laughs) Like it's just the, it's just the energy that I have, my, the energy of life, my life source keeps me going. I don't, I don't think I have, I don't have anything or anyone in my life that I'm like, I have to do this for them. Not even Jojo was like, I don't know if it's a for them. It's just the help. The, the hug, the like, I've got you, the you know, the I'm going to shepherd you along. That whatever that is, it could be you knowing that there's a light source. A, a, an I, energy. I think it would be that then. I yeah. think it would be my own internal um, faith that. But yeah, just the energy that is within me and all of us shared. It's not individual to me or special to me, but it's just like the energy that we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that I feel that I think I I I want to know and understand more, but I feel deep. I feel and know exists, perhaps. Got it. So I think mine is similar. I think mine mine is love. I always I attach the energy source and God with love. Mm-hmm. That's that's what my um what my spiritual practice is is love, and so my relationships where I feel love. My friendships, it, it's my mother's love, it's my father's love, it's my sister's It's It's that, because I think that's where God lives, in that. What's your hammer? What's your teacher? What's your instrument for change? So <laughs> many, right? So many. Pick one, right? Um, I think basically, like, you know, if, if, if. I, I feel like it's just the daily discomfort that one feels in your attempt to feel um, the daily. If if I feel like my the bull is my identity, the hammer is the constant discomfort that I feel in trying to assume these this identity, if, if that makes any sense. It's like there's an inescapable unrest and discomfort that I think I experience and that can be and that comes up at different um at different not frequencies at different in varying degrees right the discomfort because sometimes it's you know I could be feeling that my identity should be in a relationship or in motherhood or in work or in friendship or um, and as a, as a, as a spiritual student and constantly in all of those different assumed identities, I'm constantly feeling discomfort and feeling unrest because, you know, I don't, I'm still trying to figure out why, but I feel like all of those are constantly at some point or another being broken down, being destroyed. <laughs> in some some way. Okay. Okay. I think if my bowl was how I've imagined my life would be versus what it is now, I think it would be I I'm going to pick one. I'm be I'm going to get real specific. I I think it's um the me being single, me being childless and me navigating um, happiness and wholeness within my complete self and finding that to be valuable and being content there Mm -hmm. and feeling the love that I get and um, recognizing it as that, Mm -hmm. as what I've been asking for, just not the way Mm -hmm. I'm told that it's supposed to look. Mm Um, and dick. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> but no, that that would be my hammer of. So I think my hammer is honestly the disappointment I get. I feel when I feel rejected romantically because um, it feels like, oh, or, or a hurdle where it's like I this isn't going to work. It feels like, damn, I'm still not going to get there. This is not how I imagine my life to be. It's also the, where I expect it to be in terms of 
financially owning property, this and navigating like, oh, I live in New York. I don't make enough fucking money to own nothing here. Like, and, and navigating my value, my worth, even though. But ultimately, you're looking for in those things, in a partnership, in ownership, is a sense of happiness or like security, or connection. Sec- secure it, it just is like what i was taught that's what you do right because you want and now i'm really okay with what if i never own a fucking thing and me and bay just or me alone right but this just but travel the, the world happiness right what if i'm mm-hmm. just happy yeah but the hammer comes in when i'm when i'm when when i lose that right groundedness and that clarity of like actually your life can look like this too, and you mm-hmm. might be okay, mm-hmm. Sheila. Yeah. When I lose that and the disappointment of yeah. something f- not coming through, something mm-hmm. you know not developing that you think is going to guarantee that happiness or that picture, mm-hmm. yeah, because that a lot of people ain't happy with that picture. So that's a whole other topic. Exactly, child. Child. So yeah, I think it's that the disappointment of you know love lost, opportunity lost. Those those things hammer crack, especially love loss for me. That's like a for anyone, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now we're at our process, right? This is where you're sitting there. Your cloth has not protected you. That energy that usually sustains you didn't, right? Or it did, but it doesn't feel like it did. And now you're cracked. Your bowl well, that's is what cracked. I think I have wrong then. I don't have the cloth right then. I don't quite understand the cloth example, but I get... The I, cloth is I, like what, sh- what shields you? What holds nothing. you? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that... I don't think... I don't understand. Yeah. You, something that you think was going to shield you? No, something that because does. it can't something be that's a your, that's your safe that's your safety net. But it's obviously not safe if you cracked even with it covering you. So it's what you assume is going to be a well, safety net. Oh well, well, I think it is. I think the point of this is the cracks are necessary. So, so I have all the love in the world from you girls, right? From you, Jazz, Amanda, yada yada. That does that that helps keep me going every day. That helps make me feel good. That helps keep me motivated. That 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 fills me with so much joy. It cannot protect me though when a relationship falls apart. I've been cheated on. I've been this. I've been that. It can help me. It can still cover me and hold me and tell me it's gonna be okay. But I still crack. There's still a chip, a nick. It's like if your child, you have a child. You protect your daughter every day as best you can. If she falls off her bike and skins her knee, she cracked. Mm-hmm. You're okay. still there to hold her, though. All right. Then You're I guess cloth. it would be relationships. It wouldn't be what I said. I didn't quite understand that. But She's anyway, like, okay. Fuck spirituality and energy. What y'all talking about? <laughs> I don't, because I, I think that that is actually, that can protect you. I think it that can. is. But it. Yeah. Okay, but it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean that it you're not going you to have difficulty. It can teach you as well, though. I think it's possible <laughs> that your cloth can also be your hammer. Yeah. 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 All right. I got it. We're back. 
I keep what back. I said then. It's not relationships. All right. Go ahead. She's derailing us. So then the process, when you feel around these broken pits, what? why do I keep saying pits? Bits. What's your process? Child, I don't know. I think I'm still in the, I'm still looking at the broken bits. I'm not, I'm not Boom. in a space of like, I don't think I'm a gold gleaming bowl that's, that's better than it was before. Broken down and part, renewed. That's interesting. I think there's I parts think of me that repeats. happen. Rinse and repeat. I think you crack a whole bunch of times until you're all golden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, um. I think, I think, I guess, with, like, a recent feeling of loss or, like, um, being tempted to think that something, my, my identity in this one thing was going to equate to, to happiness or, like, feeling a deep sense of content and like purpose and stability i think with the loss of that in this moment as i'm as i'm grieving that i feel really i feel healthy in my morning i don't feel depressed you know i don't feel like in terms of that energy that i'm talking about i don't feel depleted of that i feel like i'm like working with it and I feel like I'm moving through something and I feel like I'm surrendering to the reality of what is mm -hmm. in a way that feels really um, healing in a lot of ways. Where in the past, I think I would have fallen apart and like I think I would have been depressed. I think there's a difference between feeling depressed and then like mourning or grieving something. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I feel, I feel, um, I feel like there's still curio cur curiosity and there's still like space in a way where before it felt like there's a vacuum and there's no possibilities and everything's gone and it's black and like, oh, you know, mm -hmm. there's no hope for the future. Or there's no hope in this at all. And like, you woe is me and, and that feels I feel like I can do this I feel like I don't know I don't I don't I don't feel like this is the first time that this has happened but I feel like for whatever times that I've grieved before I've lost before I feel like it has put me in this space where I feel far more centered and balanced and um expansive to use your word i don't feel like it that 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 it's done and mm -hmm, i'm just gonna mm -hmm. i just feel like okay this is what it is and like you've damn. cracked before and you have gold yeah i already. think i'm just looking at it all right now and it's mm -hmm. broken i'm like oh this is really sad i really liked that bowl before i was fucking that cereal up in this bowl <laughs> i was wanting to put oatmeal in it and soups and now i can't do that but wow there's something I, I'm sad that that's gone, but also, like, it's not. There's still so much that can be mm -hmm. put together. And the ability to mourn what is gone while also 
not quite sure what you're going to create with the next thing feels um yeah i feel it feels like a it feels like a like you can't you you can't break the thing it's it's a gift it's still a gift it's like oh it's a different thing i have a new bowl to create but it feels like mm-hmm. it's still a gift it's not it's not gone you know so well, the hammer builds as well yeah so my my ham uh, or my process my looking at the broken bits i think right now or before i didn't look at them i didn't mm. want to look at them oh what would you do Bef- oh i would be i got to fix it mm. i got to feel better mm. i got to i got to i got to get out of this whatever mm. th- i know this is wrong to feel like this yeah this is not productive this is not good i don't have time for this this person doesn't get to do this to me. Yeah, I'm about or to go. This thing get, doesn't I'm about to get, get in the to gym. Do. I'm about to get my hair trimmed. You hear me? I'm about to look real good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start <laughs> running. I'm gonna start this. I'm not saying any of that's bad. No. Right. What I'm saying is the 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 intention behind it oh. was <laughs> was um rooted in not wanting to see the. The broken bits mm. and not wanting anyone else to really see them. Mm. And I think since we've started this podcast, I've really gotten comfortable with my broken bits and being really honest, like, boop, here's my broken bits, y'all. And I think that because of the community that we've created, I feel somehow safe, especially with you, to do that. And I feel good knowing that other people are looking at their bits too, right? Mm. So we're looking at our bits together now. And now I don't feel so scared because mm. I'm seen and I'm and they still fuck with it. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, okay, this is okay. All right. Mm. So now with these broken bits, I'm looking at them and I'm... I'm curious to see the map. I'm curious to see, like, when I put this together, you know, like, the the bits don't scare me anymore. I'm ready to piece them together. I'm ready to put them together. And I can't wait to see all of the trails I've been on Mm -hmm. and, like, learn from them and acknowledge them and honor them and know that they were so necessary. And it wasn't because something was wrong with me. It wasn't because I was this, I was that. These these experienced it these experiences didn't happen to me because I'm somehow unworthy. They happened so that I could be get my gold. That's how I and that's where I'm at now. Mm. Um and and I'm liking the process of piecing them together I like Mm -hmm. seeing these videos and being like oh shit the discovery of it all Mm -hmm. oh shit I was moving like this the discovering of life the discovering of me Mm -hmm. growing Mm -hmm. right who am I gonna be after my next crack Mm -hmm. you know my next chip maybe it's not a full crack maybe it's a little nook but every time I get chipped I'm like somebody new and I fuck with her a little more Mm. because 
20-something, 25, 24-year-old aunt who was messing with Boom Doom and carrying on in college, I can't really stand her. But, like, this girl, you know, I have compassion for her, but I'm so happy 34-year-old aunt is here. Yeah. So then you have the filing away. So even when you put it, you pe- you've you already glued your bits. You're looking at your bowl. It's a little jagged. It's a little, like, not smooth, right? I'll start. For me, there's always a little more to give up. I think we can piece ourselves together and try to hold on and change. For me, try to hold on and and. and have the awareness of like what we need, why we need it, right? What's what's met for us and tr- still try to hold on to the things that aren't, even if they're like a touch away, even though we know like, ah, or try to coerce that thing to fit into our bowl, mm. our new bowl, knowing damn well that bowl don't fit, y'all. That piece don't fit into this crack no more. I'm new. It's a new structure. You don't fit here. And that's okay. So that's my, when I think about the filing away, I realize how tightly, because I love my relationships with people so much and places, right? That's this like expansive, transformative thing where like I'm going to, I'm moving. I have all these new people in my life from all different parts of, my life and I've let go of -hmm. people who've been around for 14 years of this many years of that many years I've let them go and that filing people that I never could imagine I could ever let go friends that I thought would be right or you know forever and it's not an anger it's it's not out of anger it's you don't fit into my bowl Mm -hmm. and I don't fit into yours anymore What's yours? What's your stripping? I think away, it's similar. Filing? I think I've just been meditating on life unfolding. Right? Like if you think of something, if you think of a flower unfolding, it happens at its own pace. It happens beautifully and slowly. And it's not something again to be rushed or to be controlled. And I think that we often resist or resent the way that our lives are unfolding. And I think similar to you, it has to be kind of like surrendering to to its unfoldment. Like we are definitely, we definitely influence, we definitely the stars of, of the directions in which our lives are unfolding. But I think that we have to relinquish um, thinking that we can control shit. Just like you said, some pe- sometimes you get that tap on your conscience. This person has to go. Mm-hmm. You get that tap on your intuition, you this know, job. to do this, to take this leap to mm-hmm. whatever it is. This job has to go. Huh? This job has the to job go. Has this approach to, go. to the work has to go. This has to happen. Or, you know, people, especially people, I th- or... Most importantly, which I think is, um, I think us as a podcast and even our journey in podcasting and, and the, the topics that we talk about, 
I think so much there's like levels to it in that we have to name what happened to us and we have to like connect the dots of like, oh, this thing happened to me. And then you have to look at it and say it caused me a lot of pain and like it's influenced my relationships and it's it's caused this kind of conditioning me in this particular way. And then the next level to that is you have to let that go. Like at some point we can't be the, th- we aren't the things that happen. We are, but we aren't the things that, that happen to us. We're observing them. Right? You have to like let that go and you have to let your life unfold in a different way. And that's really hard. But I think mm-hmm. that's the next level of us being like, oh, but we got to let that go. We got to let these narratives go. We got to let this You have to let it go. go. You have to let the other stuff in. You have to let that. You got to let it go so you let that dick in, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing. The cracks are, the, they, they show the crack, what you lost. But that crack lets the other stuff in. That crack makes room I feel like gold. I'm sealing up my crack so nothing can ever get in again. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> All right. Obviously, Shanti Shanti needs a joke break. So go <laughs> ahead. Tell us a joke. <laughs> I do this show all the time. So now we're at the final stage of the mapping, the highlighting of the journey. The gold is the glory. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. And I think we have to remind ourselves that it's not to cover anything up, just like you just said. It's to name it. The gold is naming, right? Watch, this is not the process of Kintsuki at all. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Like, actually, you put the gold in with the liqueur. Like, what do y'all even talk about? Like, that's not even how it works. But, I mean, dope podcast, but that's not even the process. Go off, you ignorant appropriating ass. (laughs) Right, stupid bitch. Um, I don't know. I don't understand what you meant by the naming part. I think that is just the whole... Your name, that whole like, process is making it is is be, it is, is but I'm gorgeous. saying that's like that's like you titled it like now I'm putting like if I have a scar right here it's like it's like oh oh mm, Michael it's like Michael oh, K Williams having that scar and that is his gold when he finally accepted that and made that that's part of me yeah that was a crack beautiful. that's it. Yeah. So that shit break again, and you gotta rebuild it all, and it's a never-ending cycle until it's just exactly. Dust. Hopefully, it's not shit. Because if you just walk around here with your one little sliver of gold, you got one map, child. You saying shit like R. Kelly's the best producer in the world? The fuck are you saying? Oh, I'm saying like that. That's the thing. You gotta. The more gold, the the more beautiful. And that doesn't mean. I want to emphasize this. That doesn't mean that we are romanticizing struggle and pain and saying, in order to be beautiful, you have to go through bad stuff. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying in life, shit happens. Inevitably. Inevitably. I think we all have to. And that's, yeah, it's, shit is uncomfortable. And it doesn't mean you failed or you're any less than or any of these things. It's just, child. It's just the way that life unfolds. It's the material world. What you gonna do? 
Well, this is Kintsuki. Around the way curl Kintsuki. We don't know if it's the real in shit. in the thing, you, it says King Stoogie. It's I, not stew. It's you, Stoogie. This is Japanese. You're not, it's not Ken Stoogie. <laughs> it's not that. God damn. Ah. <laughs> did you listen to the video I said shit? I did, oh but I wasn't listening to pronunciation. Bitch, you can't even say Colin Powell right. So don't be. <laughs> yeah, I you. said Colin Powell. You're Colin. like, it's Colin. It's, it's Colin not Colin. Powell. It's not Colin. I, y'all, it's so hard. When you when you second, she makes me second guess so much. And I'd be really, I was really going to say that man's name was Colin, and I apologize. Is it? What is his it's, name? Shanti, I played it. It's not. It's Colin Powell. Colin? I watch the news so okay, much. Colin I love they be saying Rihanna name wrong for forever, Rihanna. so I don't trust what the people say. They be fucking everything up. <laughs> There's somebody else's name that I realized we saying it wrong. Who was it? Beyonce is really Beyonce. No, it's somebody. So what don't be listening to what they say, child. Snow Algeria. <laughs> <laughs> Della. Deli. What's her name? <laughs> Della. You say? You say... Cadell. The new Adele is Della. Bella. You said Cadell. Adela. Yeba. I hate it here. Some double syllable, John. Adele. Oh, Yeba. We're going to be all right. Anyway, this shit is corny and it hurts. <laughs> so Humpty Dumpty. I don't like this Humpty Dumpty life. This shit is for the birds. <laughs> She's like, anyway, fuck if I need some gold, shit. I get some fucking grills. Like, fuck all this cracking. Fuck all this bullshit. I'm trying to be a plate. They got a better existence. <laughs> trying to be a plastic plate, my nigga. Like, be styrofoam. <laughs> wow. Wow. After all the stuff you said about recycling on this podcast. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Try to be plow. Try to live here for a bajillion years, <laughs> never <laughs> decompose try or nothing. Living at whale's stomach. <laughs> try living a turtle for a minute. <laughs> Yo, did you see the thing? This shit was wild to me. The a shark. They had like a net of of a fish, and the shark put his mouth to the net. And was sucking the fish through the net. Wow, is it brilliant? And the caption was "Shark learns how to steal fish from net." And I was like, "What kind of crazy ass caption? How the shark stealing fish? We in the shark's ocean taking the fish?" That's what I'm telling you. The white man got us fucked up. I was like, "That shark is genius." And was like, "I'm I'm going to navigate. I don't know what kind of seaweed this is, but said, I can this suck is through actually that. survival of the fittest. I've been here for a billion years. You're a weird little fleshy." <laughs> Fucking, I don't know how we got on this. Anyway, everybody, um, this episode's over. <laughs> uh, no, for real, this this is something I wanted to talk about. Very love and light this week, I feel. Um, maybe, oh, we're going to be love and light next week, too. Money and Dicks will join us again in November. So Scorpio season. Maybe we will That's actually get some money and possibly some dick. Who knows? Yeah. Most likely not, so... <laughs> Pray for us. When we get on a consistent money and dicks thing, when you start getting consistent 
dick. I can't wait I to hear how love. this content ch- content changes. Girl, I'd be like, I'm busy. I can't even record, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit falls apart. Like, oh, the podcast. What podcast? Monday. Can we do? Can we do every other week? I just feel like this is a lot. I can't maintain my relationship. No, I won't do that. Maybe I will. I'm not sure. Girl, I will put past Watch you. the person that I that I'll like finally really fall for will be like some kind of monk person who only has sex to procreate or some shit. I just have this feeling that that's the next being that's coming my way, and that I'm gonna love them enough to be like, oh, all right. Let me try that. I had a dream about that. That's why. They only have dr- sex to procreate. Yeah, that's I had a, a dream that Krishna the person I fell in love to say. Just so you know. oh, maybe that's, that's why I had the dream because I was hanging around. That's a very See? hard Krishna ass thing to say. Sex is only for procreation. <laughs> Don't get racist. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta go. Okay. Thank you, everybody. I'm so sorry. Shanti apologizes. Yo, yo. We will see you next week. Get some pleasure off. In this material body. Like, we are not my bodies, but also, can I come We're inside We're not my bodies, but also rub me, touch me, <laughs> tease me, feel Lay me, and caress me. <laughs> Don't let go. <laughs> ever, please. <laughs> That's what I'm say. All right. That's it. Thank you all so much. You know what? what we haven't done in a while? If you would like to call us, <laughs> what is the phone number? I really need to learn this by heart. Like, this is ridiculous. Well, it's 215-948-2780. That is 215-948-2780. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. And we will be back next week with another episode of Around the Way Curls. With that, Shanti. We are done. We are Break. Out. Break open, y'all. Fall apart. <sighs> Shatter. Throw it against the I wall. wasn't. All right. We're done. Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm.